This is Flix, and I'm the film snob, Krista Scheel. It's time to talk about my favorite films of 2018. Regular listeners may recall that I wait a month or so into the new year to do this because film companies have a way of releasing a lot of their prestige pictures at the end of the year in the major cities, which only reach where I happen to live a bit later on. Roma, written and directed by Alfonso Coron, was the best film I saw this past year. It tells of an upper-middle-class family in Mexico City in the early 1970s, as seen through the eyes of their live-in servant and nanny, Cleo, played by newcomer Yalitza Aparicio. Cuaron seeks to portray the family drama from a different point of view, yet he also respects the inherent distance of his own privileged perspective. Cleo, who is of indigenous origin and speaks the Mixtec dialect in addition to the Spanish of her employers, has had to leave her village and her family in order to make a living. And although she is relatively well-treated, there is still an essential separateness and absence in her situation. This proximity of working-class people of color to the predominantly white, middle, and upper classes that are carried by their labor is a basic fact of the film. But the texture, the experience of this beautiful and humane movie is the day-to-day life of Cleo, both in her private life and with the family that employs her. Even more importantly, the film's style and its specific techniques are essential parts of the picture's meaning for audiences to absorb. The constant use of extreme wide-lens shots with long takes, within which the characters move and interact, is meant to call attention to the film's craft as well as its story, because the immersion in the moment is the actual point of the experience. Audiences sense this and respond to it, both as intense visual beauty and evocation of life's pain and struggle. Roma is a powerful masterpiece of motion picture art. Another highlight of the year, with an oddly similar two-syllable title, was Zama, from Argentina's great director Lucrecia Martel. The title character, Don Diego de Zama, played by Daniel Jimenez Cacho, is an 18th century colonial magistrate in an unnamed country in South America. After years of toil in this backwater of the Spanish Empire, Zama longs to rejoin his family, but all his efforts to get transferred, including attempting to seduce the wife of a local official, go for naught. As a judge, he's a relatively fair man, and we sympathize with his weariness and despair. He thinks of himself as Spanish, but he was born in the New World, so other Spaniards see him as beneath them. Through the attitudes of blank obedience and indifference he receives from the natives, servants, and slaves, Martel shows us how the colonial mindset, the uprootedness of the colonizer, poisons every aspect of life. Zama is another example of Martel's unique style of indirection, and the photography and production design are impeccable. My third choice is Shoplifters, another gift from Japanese director Hirokazu Koreeda. A family lives in abandoned houses, surviving through shoplifting and other types of theft. Over time, we realize that these people are not related by blood, but have created their own kind of family out of a shared need for love and survival. When they adopt a little girl, whom they find abandoned and abused, there are unexpected consequences. Koreeda has always had a special genius for exploring issues of family and children, and I thought maybe he couldn't go any further, but I was wrong. Shoplifters is remarkable for its refusal to look down on any class of human being, however despised. It's a film of great compassion and respect that makes you question some of our most stubborn assumptions about society. Finally, I need to mention the movie I reviewed just last week, Cold War, 
about a love affair made almost impossible by the fact that it begins in communist Poland in the 1950s. Writer-director Pavel Pawlikowski has created a work of indelible style about a singer, the musician who discovers her, and their tumultuous life on both sides of the Iron Curtain. Music permeates Cold War, the folk music of Poland, and its reimagining as jazz, reflecting the conflict and the passion of lovers caught between two ways of life. For my full list of favorites from 2018, keep an eye on the program's Flix page at kxci.org, where it will soon appear. And have a great year at the movies. This has been Flix, and I'm the film snob. <laughs> <laughs>